Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. In my tenure as Modern Manners Guy, I have great confidence that I could create a list of the top 1,000 weirdest people in the office. However, for the sake of time and to make sure I highlight the truly weirdest of the weird, we're going to make this a three-part episode series, kicking off with three of my favorites. Well, least favorite, but you get my drift. Let me make one thing perfectly clear. Weird does not always mean rude. After all, I was an art major in college and one of my classmates' final projects was a five-foot-tall painting of his girlfriend made out of honey mustard using his toes. Now, that was a case of weird being quirky, not rude. Gross, mind you, but he wasn't hurting anyone with his mustardy toes. In the office, however, there are some weirdos that cross the line into being downright rude. Of course, we have the unmannerly classics, which I've touched on in the past, such as the Nepo corporate baby, Captain Always Late, or the improper cursor. But this list will dive deeper into a list of unsavory office characters. In fact, members of this list come courtesy of you, the wonderfully polite members of Mannerly Nation, via email and direct conversations. So, with that, I say thank you. And we are here to support one another. So before you wreck your brain of wondering how certain people ever remain employed, check out my first three coworkers on my list of nine weirdest people you'll meet in the office. Weird coworker number one, the Sultan of the speakerphone. As someone who spends more hours than I care to count on my cell phone, I'm shocked at how many people still don't understand how to properly use a phone. And I'm not talking about the elderly grandparent who thinks Siri is an actual person living in your phone. I'm talking about everyday coworkers who use the speakerphone feature like a megaphone. To help illustrate this topic, I'm going to refer to Jake from Austin, and not from State Farm for the record, who said his coworker Taylor is constantly holding work and personal conversations on speakerphone rather than with AirPods or by simply putting the phone to his ear. You know, like the cavemen did. Not only does Taylor enjoy using his phone as an APB to let everyone in the office know exactly what's going on in his oh-so-important life, but he takes this act on tour around the entire office. Taylor walks and talks around the office, in the break room, in the kitchen, you name it, just as casual as he would on a solo hike in a park. Ugh, I loathe this kind of person. To all the Taylors of the corporate world, let me speak for everyone and say, you are not that cool. You're not. Not even close. I want to make this statement clear because I truly believe that people who blast their conversations via speakerphone are doing it solely for attention. I see this in public as well. Just the other day, I was in line for coffee and someone behind me 
was blabbing for 10 minutes about plans for this weekend as if they were the only one in the coffee shop, loud and on speaker. Everyone heard them, and everyone thought that person was a maniac. What makes the sultan of the speakerphone even worse is when they act like they had no idea anyone could hear them. When Jake told Taylor to keep it down, Taylor acted shocked. Taylor was so deep in his call that he could hardly realize that blasting his conversation on speakerphone like a carnival barker, asking people to step right up, was exactly what he was doing in the office. The sultan of the speakerphone is all about ego, plain and simple. They want to be heard, want to be watched, and most of all, need to have everyone's attention. They're fueled by people hearing them. When this disaster of a person parades around the office like they're the ring king king of the ring rang room, just remember that everyone is just as fed up with their antics as you are. Now, if the sultan is your friend or colleague, you must say something to them for the sheer sake of their career. If it comes out too harsh, don't worry, because you're doing them a favor. It's like when you see someone with a big booger in their nose. You should always let them know, rather than let them walk around with it all day long stuck up in their nostril. Don't make it a public display, but surely let them know and be aware of their behavior. On the flip side, if the sultan is your boss, which I know can be tough, I recommend leaving an anonymous note on their desk, typed, not printed. Say something very gentle, such as, I have always admired how hard you work and the work you're done but I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind taking your calls off speakerphone in the office. I've had clients mention the background noise during my meetings, and I just want to make sure there are no distractions. Here, you've complimented them, but also helped them in a, well, possibly reputation-damaging act. In either case, someone has to step up to allow the sultan of the speakerphone to know their weirdness is coming off as a discredit to their character. If you can't do it, I recommend pinging HR to have them handle the dirty work for you. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Weird coworker number two, the whiner. One of my all-time favorite old-school Saturday Night Live skits was called The Whiners on an Airplane, where a man and woman walked onto a plane and whined in a nasally childish manner about every little detail possible. In my last episode, I discussed all sorts of rudeness I've witnessed on planes, but unfortunately, the whiner does not hold themselves strictly to travel. The whiner is a long-standing character in the office, with their actions sometimes having a trickle-down effect throughout the company culture. The whiner makes their dissatisfaction known loudly, 
and obnoxiously clear with every complaint, spreading their negativity faster than mono at a college spring break bar. If you know, you know. Oh, Weiner, what are we going to do with you? Well, for starters, we must politely, but sternly, let the Weiner know they're ruining the vibe. Admittedly, this can be a tough conversation to have because, well, the Weiner will likely complain about your opinion as well. The whiner is different than other unmannerly weirdos in the office because the whiner's sole purpose is to make people feel for them. That's all. They don't care if others have problems, but instead only concentrate on their own selfishness. Sure, the sultan of the speakerphone wants everyone to stroke their ego, but the whiner wants pity and babying. Even if you do give them attention, it will never be good enough. As delicate as the whiner may appear, the proper thing to do is not pamper to their every complaint. For this case, I offer the comedic route to let the whiner aware of their actions. As you hopefully gathered, I like to use humor in pretty much every aspect of my life, including these episodes. And this includes when I'm trying to improve a point with someone without crossing the line to being too aggressive, even though I want to. A whiner situation arose with Pam from Denver, who said her coworker Eric was constantly complaining about every little thing in the office, from emails to meetings to office retreats, and even when Pam brought in a cake she baked for a co-worker's birthday. Eric said, Oh, whipped cream frosting? Um, I don't like whipped cream frosting. I like buttercream frosting. I wish there was buttercream frosting instead. Yada, yada, yada. For the record, I actually agree with Eric's taste. Whipped cream frosting is a waste of calories. But I would never, ever complain about it out loud, especially about a cake someone baked for someone else's birthday. So the next time there was an office party, Pam was sure that Eric would say something. Eric walked into a conference room for a co-worker's bridal shower, and the second Pam saw his eyes waver at the sugar-free snacks, she put her arm around him, smiled, and said, Let me guess, you don't like sugar-free candy, do you? Or fruit salad with oranges. Or, let me guess, pigs in a blanket. Pam then pulled him in for a little hug and said, It's okay, Eric. We all know you weren't going to love the selection here anyway. But hey, we're trying, big guy. So just go along with it. Here, Pam didn't scold Eric for his inability to control his whiny outburst, but rather pointed out that she understands him and, dare I say, accepts him. From then on, whenever Eric started to whine, Pam and others jokingly and in good nature began to playfully rag on him about his complaints before he had a chance to. It became a little thing that Eric could laugh at and eventually realized that his negative behavior had a greater effect on everyone around him. Weird coworker number three, the office parent. The office parent is someone who has good intentions on paper, yet their delivery continually makes their attempts to be helpful as downright annoying. Now, before you come after me about not wanting someone's assistance from time to time, the office parent knows darn well that what they're really trying to say is, I know better and they will go to all ends to make it known. Allow me to point out an example from my own past. When I was just starting out in my career as a budding 22-year-old working with people more than twice my age, one coworker in particular liked to treat me as if I was one of their own kids, and not in a good way either. Not like their favorite child who they compliment, but rather like a child who would never live up to their potential. Whenever I would share my opinion or support an argument in a meeting, this person would say, Hey, quiet over there, I have kids your age then added a cringy laugh. She thought she was hilarious, but I thought she was demeaning. Comments about my age and about how things were different back in my day was a regular statement for her. Keep in mind, this person was only in their mid-40s, not so old at all, and their kids were not my age, but rather young teenagers. 
Still, the office parent made it her mission to treat me and other youngins in the office as her own pet project. When you're dealing with a veteran in the office and someone who likely outranks you, it can be very hard to be outspoken toward their behavior. After all, we can all say we want to stand up for ourselves, but when someone holds power over you in any manner, it's very hard to call them out on their stuff. I fell victim to this as well. I took it on the chin until I couldn't take it any longer. After several months of tolerating her overbearing demeanor, I first brought it up to my boss and I said, look, I don't want to make a big deal out of this, but don't you find it weird that she always makes young jokes about me? Ironically, my boss did and she felt terrible that I felt that way. I then told her that I didn't want to bring up to her exactly. I would mention it my own way. My boss gave me good advice and to be gentle and honest. So, one day, while walking down the hall with this person to a meeting with an outside vendor, I flat out told them that it bothered me. Yet I smiled with it and remained calm, keeping a good tone. I didn't yell, I didn't whine, and I kept my poise. I vividly remember the conversation to this day, and I said, Look, I know you like to kid me about being your son's age, but I don't want anyone to think that I'm that new, you know? I love to laugh about being the youngest one in the group, but can we not bring this up in meetings? I remember her face and feeling embarrassed, but then again, I earned respect by speaking up. She knew I was right, and in the end, I wasn't being rude for simply expressing my own frustration at her behavior as politely as possible, of course. In the end, her weirdness was meant to be friendly, but as much as I love a good old weirdo, I was more worried about respect than faux parental lessons. All right, everyone, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this one, so please drop me a line anytime. Modern Manners Guy is a quick and dirty tips podcast. Thanks to the awesome team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, and my rock star producer, Dan Firebrand. I'm your host, Richie Freeman, and if you have any questions, send me a voice message or email at manners at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Thank you so much again for listening, and I'll see you soon. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.